What's new? What's new? Welcome back to another music interview. I'm Justin the Floor God. This is the So Who's Up Next podcast, the show exploring the self and self-made, talking with artists about their mindset, processes, and any means by which they found success. RV makes music with purpose. A large part of our talk was about the functionality of music. Are you making a party track or trying to say something a bit more impactful? Should the song be paired with a visual? And if so, how might we go about doing that? Questions like this were answered throughout the talk. Having intent behind your creativity can often take it to even greater heights, so definitely take some notes. One of my favorite moments was when RV told me about the rabbit. It, the hard drive was eaten by a rabbit, you a what? pet rabbit. Oh no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even food. Yeah. It's like plastic or metal. I know. Amazing. Ridiculous. Wow. So, I mean, was that was that your rabbit? It was not my rabbit. It was like the roommate of my of my friend's rabbit. Damn, what you doing bringing a rabbit with you? I, I yeah, I'm not, I'm never having a <laughs> rabbit a rabbit around me or anything I own. And now for the show. RV, nice to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Of course. So, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where would you grow up? So I grew up in Somerset County, New Jersey, which is kind of in between Princeton and Rutgers University, like dead in between New York and uh, Philadelphia. So I grew up into music, but didn't really get into making it until later in my childhood. So I was into sports. I was into school, reading, debate club in high school, kind of anything to occupy my time. Always had a lot of interests, but you know, music was one of my loves and kind of when I was around 15 started to actually want to pursue that. I feel like that's definitely a cool thing. Just diving into sports, diving into academia where you can. But what really drew you into music? You said 15, you started getting into it. But what was the yeah. exciting incident there? When I think back on it, around that time, there was a few kids in my high school older than me that were starting to like release music. Like they'd have like a mixtape or a CD or, you know, a couple bands would. We're starting to actually play shows and do things like that. So I think I found that interesting thing and then the friends that i was hanging out with at the time after school we would not have the most to do like we'd be working part-time jobs so you know a couple days a week or whatever so when we were hanging out we'd just usually throw on an instrumentals rap for hours and do that and then it just kind of became something i was getting kind of good at and then i'm like oh i kind of want to explore just beyond freestyle and start writing and then yada yada get into producing engineering just kind of keep falling into another rabbit hole the farther i go yeah i feel like that's a natural progression of things anyway it starts with a little bit of curiosity and just kind of blossoms from there but i think that's really cool that you got your start in freestyling i know at least on my end like i'll have these periods of time where i'm like i could be a rapper i can't be a rapper <laughs> there's no in no world bro like but i like the idea of freestyling because it's so difficult for me at least to figure out how to do because i'm very like I don't know, I overthink my lyrics way too much, which is probably something you do as well. So do, you know, a thousand other people. But I feel like that really limits my ability to make stuff up on the spot. So real quick, let's just get into that because I'm curious about yeah. how you develop that skill. So what's that process like? When I was younger, like I could freestyle almost more coherently, more sentences, and it probably wouldn't be something I would want to release now, but that was more my process. So I would still write, but I felt like my first thought would kind of be what I would lay down. Now it's more, I feel like I could find the pocket of where I want to be or the melody pretty easily. And like, it will be sometimes incoherent. Sometimes there'll be a sentence in there I like or words, but I'll either record that or just kind of like have my voice memos open and then go back to that and fill it in with lyrics. I write with other people occasionally too and that's if i'm working with like a singer that would be the process i'd go with like they're kind of singing out the melodies that they're comfortable in and then we'll build words into there yeah i like that and i think collaboration is super important too although i haven't had 
the experience of writing with other people, it's definitely been a, even in features too, it's been like, I write my bit, they write their bit, whatever. When I was looking at your bio on Spotify, you classify yourself as a hip hop slash anti-pop artist. I think that's a really good label because you definitely float the lines between like an Aries, but then also almost like uh, anybody off the Dreamville lineup. You know what I mean? So going off of branding and image and versatility as well, I noticed throughout your discography that you can kind of do both slow and faster flows fitting into a box of maybe it's hip hop, maybe it's anti-pop. Do you think that's a bad thing, like setting limitations to a sound like that? I think no, because there's ways to stretch it. The anti-pop like suggested it to me, like, oh, this is probably what you you fit in when I was playing the my demos like over about a year ago. What that almost is is like gives you freedom to be like, okay, this they're they're gonna have like some sort of pop structure, but it doesn't have to it doesn't have to have any certain instrument. That's why I put like um still rapper in my bio. Some songs like I just want to rap. I think putting some kind of confine just so people know what to expect. That is pretty much I think just for business. It's a weird space that artists float and then and that like you have to really pay attention to image, really pay attention to brand, but it's like as a producer at least, you could produce mainly pop, but I feel like producers might have more flexibility in what they can create and still have it under their brand because it's like, oh yeah, genre producer, maybe it's more of just like how technical, how skilled are they? Um, but then with artists, it's oh, like, yeah. yo, you got to stick to this brand. You got to stick to this image. You're not going to see Billie Eilish drop like a metal song anytime ever, you know? But at the same time, like her producer and brother Phineas could theoretically crank out a metal song for an artist and it'd be like, oh yeah, he's just producing for someone. No, you're you're totally right. More than ever, artists, I think, are kind of like permitted to take at least a little bit more of risk. But I mean, you're hitting the nail on the head. Like some like Billie Eilish there, it's working because it's like consistent, but still, you know, improving. So on innovation, then, like when you're sitting down to write a song, um, is there like uh, any one specific source of inspiration that you kind of draw back into? Or how do you how do you spark each one? For Moolah? I think I, the inspiration for it probably came from, I watched this movie, uh, under the silver Lake. It's a pretty fun movie. Like a, a guy who kind of gets into like conspiracies and is like following all these symbols and like looking into deeper meanings of media and stuff like that to try and like crack a code. And he's like running around Hollywood trying to figure it out. And that was what I wanted to do with the song, make it be like my most like political song that I'd done in a little bit, but have it sound catchier and almost like be in the format of something that would not usually carry that message. I like that. And so do you think moving forward, because I, I don't know how well like conscientious rap is received. Um, I mean, I know I don't tend to listen to a lot of politically charged music in general, just because has, I think maybe a shorter shelf life than just other songs. And even now, like regular songs if you were to release them in 2021 we all got squirrel brains at this point in time we're not going to be oh yeah for too long like that already sucks so i know i just kind of painted that genre i guess in like a bad light but um, oh no it's fair i agree with you moving forward though do you think you're going to do more of that stuff because i mean i definitely resonated with me i'm sure it resonated with a bunch of other people as well um so moving forward are you going to lean into that i think for sure that's like i'm definitely 
into politics. I mean, I'm not into politicians and it's not something I'd want to be, but I've I've always been keeping up with it. But I would say I would like to, but in a a tasteful way. Like I agree with you. I'm not, the world is definitely heavy nowadays too. And I I feel like when I go to listen to music, I probably don't want to think about the same things that, you know, you're, you're hearing about all day. That's something to consider too. I think music is more escapism. So if I'm doing it again, it'll, like, I'll probably even try to be more subtle than Moolah, but kind of like make my points clear enough, but not overbearing and not preachy. I feel like, yeah, if you hit that preachy zone, it's a little tad gets weird. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely something to be aware of, but I feel like you'll be fine. You got a pretty solid pen game, in my opinion. From what I can tell you, you know what you're doing. So that's that's pretty good. When you're coming up with an idea for a music video and finding people to work with, what's that like for you? I feel like at this point, music videos are still pretty tough just because I don't have the budget that I would like yet for like some of the ideas I'm having. But I'm lucky enough to have a good friend who I've known since I was a kid who I now live with in LA who is a director. So he's helped a lot and we've shot a lot of things together. We have like a couple unreleased videos still. We're going to be working you know, a good amount in the future on some visual content. I really do enjoy it. It, it brings out a different side of creativity, especially living out in LA. I look at videos different because it's such a film town that there is really like anything you could think of you could kind of do like you could find a studio that's just like a kitchen and film it in in there and like just do things a little more professional that I probably wouldn't have been able to do before so that's the side of art that I'm really excited to keep moving on with explore more so you grew up on the east coast you're now living on the west coast up until now, there have been these occasional hissing sounds that you've heard. I don't know. It wasn't on my end 100%, um, and that's not to like put blame, but they're get, beginning to get a nuisance for me here in the edit, so I'm literally just going to cut any of them that are um, too harsh for me even, um, and I'm just going to give you context about what the question was or how I responded. So here I asked what the other advantages, aside from the immediate music ones he just mentioned, did he notice when he moved to L.A.? Let's get back into it. Just like sheer amount of people that are very talented and working on music is way higher than anywhere else I've been. So it's pretty easy to you know find new people and get inspiration, even if you're not working with them, at least just like meeting people hearing their music yeah whatever it is it it is inspiring i've been able to go around to a few shows and meet some interesting people yeah i think i'm still like kind of learning what some of the benefits even will be because a good portion of me being here was in the pandemic so we were me and my friends working pretty much just alone and like remotely with some other people i love to hike i love to be outdoors so i feel like for my creativity in that i have a lot more opportunity to be outside plus the weather's probably a bit nicer over there yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've only been out to california one time and uh i went to i think san fran and sacramento and i just remember because i'm from florida right it's like super hot Uh all the time and it's no bueno as far as the weather department's concerned i remember going over there and just being so amazed at just like yo look there's actually hills in the distance and also the weather yeah <laughs> All these- yeah it is pretty wild in that way and it's just i mean I'm, I'm from like a smaller town so you know being in a big city you know i think like a lot of writing for me is definitely experience so it's helping with that you know seeing new aspects of life meeting people i, I haven't met yet things like that 
Then here I mentioned how I definitely want to see him succeed. And I'm curious as to, you know, how far he can take all those connections in LA. Having access to resources like that, where they're so abundant, is such a crazy concept to me because I'm kind of distant, you know, I'm virtual with this podcast. And then I mentioned this. Um, let's talk a little bit about, <laughs> this is a kind of a big pivot, but we were just talking about music videos. Um, mm -hmm. When you pitched your music to me, you said you were involved in a car chase in the desert. So I want you to retell me that story in all its glory and detail and uh w walk me through what happened this was a few months into me being out here i have this cover and this this video will most likely come out um we've had some just technical difficulties in the editing process unfortunately but we're, we're getting there but yeah so we plan a couple weekends to go out to the desert we scout locations we find this like really great hill and it has like a, a 360 panorama of pretty much this whole desert. And we're like, okay, this is the spot. We, we'd done a couple other shoots. We're like, okay, we're going to go here. I'm out with my friend Max, who is the director. And then his friend who is working crew. And we have a lot of expensive equipment that he'd rented. Um, we're out there alone. And we see off in the distance, kind of like a few trailers. Breaking Bad-esque for sure. And we were miles from the town. We see one car leave from the site with the RVs. And this is a little less than a mile away from us we weren't sure that they saw us but they definitely did they pull around and we're like okay maybe he's driving by and then he drives around the whole side of the hill to the other end and then we're like okay he's probably not just coming by and then he goes up the hill so we're like oh shit okay pack it all up get everything in the car we start running away not running driving away and then uh the guy just puts his car almost like uh perpendicular to ours like t-bones us in Shit. and uh <laughs> on this path and then managed to just slip by on that way and that happened to uh my friend max i was a little bit in front of him but i'm seeing this he manages to slip by drives off sees the guy at that point and the guy sees us and then he's following us for a bit we're going through these dirt trails we think we lose him probably about half a mile in into the desert then we see him again. That process probably for a while because we don't totally know where we are. We're going through these these trails. And then uh, we eventually get onto the road and we're driving through the town. He's still right behind us on our tail. Probably that happens for another five miles. We drove pretty far outside the town on the highway. And then he just like on a dime turned around. That was it. Wow. Gave up. You, well, you hit the edge of his territory. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. His jurisdiction was over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd recommend to anyone looking to go out in the desert in California to film video to be quite cautious. Maybe bring a security guard. Just know what you're doing. That sounds pretty sketchy, and I'm glad that it worked out in your favor. Could have gone pretty south, but that is one of the risks you take bringing expensive equipment to places you've never been before. For sure. I'm glad that hopefully that's been your only close call. It has. Okay. It has. <laughs> yeah, and I smartened up. <laughs> Have you had any other interesting stories or curious happenings while you're making music? I have. There was one music video shoot that was pretty interesting a few years ago. I was at Ithaca College and I was filming there with the same friend and some of his friends there. And he was able to somehow secure a permit from like the school and the town to get us to use prop weapons inside this uh, this convenience store and shoot a bank robbery scene. Yeah. But like the... The extent we had to go was pretty high. We had to have people out on the street just carrying signs like these are all props mm -hmm. and and do all that, go through those loopholes. But we pulled it off. The the shop owners liked it. So it was cool. a good time. That was yeah, it was it was like a, a fun little experience. 
Yeah, that's that's super dope. And I I somehow missed that. What video is that? That is actually a video that will never come out because oh, no. it, it the hard drive was eaten by a rabbit, you a what? pet rabbit. Oh no, dude. Yeah. It's not even food. Yeah. It's like plastic or metal. I know. Amazing. Ridiculous. Wow. So I mean, was that was that your rabbit? It was not my rabbit. It was like the roommate of my of my friend's rabbit. Damn. What you doing? Bringing a rabbit with you? I, I yeah. I'm not, I'm never having a rabbit <laughs> a rabbit around me or anything I own. That's this rabbit way. apparently did. You did some damage in the time that they they had him. That's uh. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Holy yeah. Cow. I, like dog up, ate dog ate my homework. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. <laughs> rabbit rabbit ate my hard drive. That's a new one. Yeah. I might have to use yeah. that later. Holy cow. Yeah, I was I was just thinking that myself. Damn. So <laughs> I mean definitely taking notes on that. But as far as all the music stuff, did I miss anything super huge in your timeline? No, you, you you pretty much got it. I've had SoundCloud mixtapes and stuff in the past, but it's been a while since I've released a big project. Pretty much just out of like I've made projects. Yeah, like I've made two that I, you know, finished, but I just kind of got to the point where I played them a bunch of times and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I do regret that to some degree, but also I think now that it's like I'm I'm starting to make a bunch of songs that are fitting into what I, I think I've actually kind of always wanted as a project. So I'm definitely happy I waited. I, I took time to develop and I think it paid off. I feel like if you, you know, take the time to really meditate on what your sound is trying to be and what you've actually made, you can grow in a little bit more of a directed manner. I mean, take like a, who's an artist that never drops, uh, like a Frank Ocean, right? He doesn't drop too often, but when he does, it's gold and it's always different and new and innovative and great because it's yeah. Frank. You know what I mean? It's Frank Ocean. Yeah. So, um, but then on the flip side, you have like a, your trippy reds who drop like multiple projects in a year. In my opinion, they sound the same and you don't hear I, a lot yeah. of progression. Yeah. And I think too, people that can release like a bunch of music and then whatever they're the song out of that that kind of takes off is what almost molds their sound so it's you're playing off of like what is doing the best more than even like what you want or what sounds the best mm -hmm. uh, it can it can happen to some people not everyone um i guess it just depends on how you go about moving forward and i mean that's like a whole other topic within itself but yeah i think it's like mindset and then also like connections probably as well before we get into rv's advice for emerging artists i just wanted to remind you that you can listen to rv's music and connect with them on socials through the links in the description there's this power in rv's delivery that you can't find too often but just check it out and judge for yourself follow the show wherever you go within the next few episodes we'll be moving to a video format paired with the audio i've also just started releasing reels shorts tiktoks whatever you want to call them i'm making bonus content where i give additional commentary to parts of the show i wasn't able to respond to in the moment without disrupting the flow of the conversation find them on the so who's up next youtube channel and tiktok i'll also try to post them regularly on my instagram stories reels are so dumb bro you can't you can't upload a 60 second reel even though the little graphic for it makes it look like there's an option and maybe at one point or so there was long story short my account can't do it for some reason i'm salty about it it's fine but i also just want to take this moment to brag about it because i hand animated all the graphics so it's visually unique and stunning if i do say so myself and you also get to hear more from me so if you can't tell i'm really hyped about this content it'll be daily for the most part <laughs> now for some advice I would say just make everything, like make music all the time, make every idea. Don't be afraid to try out a sound. Like if you have artists that you like, try out sounding like them 
and you know don't release it just see what you could do because i think when you keep doing that then you you kind of find you you'll just subconsciously have taken little bits and pieces from all these things you worked on and then it'll be like oh damn now i kind of sound like something so I, i think yeah just being being fearless in that way getting out of your comfort zone but also putting in the work and making sure to keep up with it because it kind of at least for me it's the kind of thing where i feel like i'll always have some of the skills but if i'm not active with them it's a little harder for me 